various addictions, ADHD, and mood disorders. Is that right? That's correct, yes. This program is mostly for parents, and some of them may have just recently heard that their child has been diagnosed with a disability. Usually the parent notices first, wouldn't you agree? Yes. They yep. can tell when something's wrong. It, it's actually a really a difficult transition for the parents because they feel the sense of, okay, I'm not crazy. Um, <laughs> it's There's something going on with my child. But then there's also the sense of like, oh no. Um, so they get these mixed feelings like, okay, now we can get some help for our child. But then there's also these feelings of, what are we going to do? <laughs> do you ever see that sense of loss? I think every parent has dreams and hopes that you know their child will grow up to be president or someone famous and successful. Do you ever see that they realize maybe their child's future isn't going to be quite as they had planned? I think that happens pretty much with every child, <laughs> to tell you the truth. That's, <laughs> well, yes, that's true. You're right there. <laughs> but there is a an extra sense of that, but I don't really see that with the clients that I get because at the point that they come to residential care, they've already seen some pretty significant problems. And so they've already come to this realization that, okay, our, our child's not going to be what we dreamed them to be. Yes. So. Okay. Yeah, that, that makes sense. But um, when they see these Diff, you know, this different behavior in this child. Uh, most of these are, would you describe these as neural atypical? Yes, that's correct. Okay, and do you want to explain what neural atypical means? Well, the, the clients that we have at our program are going to be um, autism spectrum level one, which are um, youth that they can talk um, and they can function, um, but they they need a little bit extra support, um, so uh, a lot of these kids they they'll be going to school, um, and it's interesting with some of the kids that are uh, that we have, it's difficult. Sometimes it's difficult to diagnose them because they on level one um, it's low level um, for autism. Uh, level three is usually nonverbal or um, really high supports. And so uh, with the kids that I work with, uh, they'll be going to school, uh, functioning in, in some manner, but uh, they're so severe, um, particularly because of their sensory overload or sensory uh, deprivation. Um, these kids will, they have... Um, well, I guess I'll put it this way. So whenever we have like hunger or, or emotional needs, we, we can feel it in our bodies. We get stomach aches. We can um, get headaches. We uh, we have all these senses that tell us about where our body is and, and how we're feeling. Uh, with these youth, they don't understand. They Well, they, uh, they don't process it the same. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. so they may experience these things uh, more severely or um, less noticeably to them. Uh, like for me, I get stress in my neck, <laughs> uh -huh, uh -huh. and uh, and I can definitely feel that. Um, but uh, so some kids may be extra sensitive 
to those things and other kids will be so insensitive to them that they don't realize they have this huge knot in their in their neck um but the big problem with this is be, is that they have such confusion with the information that they're given that they become extra uh, they become overwhelmed easily in certain environments uh, or they're insensitive to the emotional level of the environment that they're in. And so it can cause a lot of distress within them. Um, and because of that, sometimes it can present kind of like a trauma. Mm -hmm. It becomes very much a fight or flight because they're, yeah. they're seeking safety. Mm -hmm. And is, isn't ADHD also considered neurally typical? Isn't that the brain is working wired differently? I believe they've used the term. We, we have found that with, uh, and of course there are different levels in different ways, but, um, the, with autism and ADHD, we have found that there are some disconnects between the frontal lobe, the frontal cortex and the midbrain. Uh, and because of that disconnect, it, it makes it difficult for them to process through certain things, um, process through what uh, physical things are going on around them, uh, process through how their body's feeling, process through um, even emotions or social interactions uh, because of that disconnect. That makes sense. Now, you've mentioned the different levels. At what point, uh, you know, when would a parent need to be aware, this is a red flag, my child is going to need professional help? I, I know some students are able to go through K-12 program, graduate with just some special ed support, but sometimes professional help, a therapist, is needed. When, when does a, how would a parent know when they've reached that? Well, it really will depend on the level of help that they, the child will need. Um, so if the child has a problem with social interactions, anxiety, uh, that can be uh, a red flag that they do need some maybe outpatient therapy because uh, uh, maybe one day they want to go on a date and they're too anxious about it. They can function at school, they can function uh -huh. in the community, but uh -huh. they're too scared to interact with uh, uh -huh. uh, in high-stress social interactions. Well, that's anxiety-producing, you know, in all <laughs> teenagers, but especially, yeah, yeah, yeah. But then uh, it'll really, you want to look at, um, is this disability or, oh, well, is this um, the symptoms of this diagnosis? Are they interfering with my function in society? And... Um, into what level can I function or can this person, this individual function um, in the community? Can they function at school? Uh, can they function at home? Uh, if they can't, then um, particularly for the residential care that uh, I work at, the kids usually cannot function in the home or at school. Okay. Well, that makes sense. It's mm -hmm. a matter of how... I've heard the expression that we all have uh, mental health issues. It's a mental health problem when we can't hold down a job, maintain a relationship, that sort of thing. 
-hmm. right? Exactly. Okay, great. So what what can a parent do to help their child? Um, and how do they work with the therapist? What What's most helpful when you're working with, I'm assuming you work with the whole family. Yes. What's most help, helpful for you working with parents? Well, the first thing that a parent should really understand is that um, your child is not going to think the same way as you. And because of that, you're going to have to ask for some support from a therapist um, because there's just no way for you to really understand what's going on. Um, as a parent, you can totally, you can uh, uh, understand your children and understand where they're coming from because you're, you've been in their same boat. You know what that's like. Um, but for these children uh, that are on the spectrum, they they struggle so much because they're overwhelmed with their environment all the time that it, it feels like it's a war zone all around them at all times. Uh -huh. And um, they need that support. Um, and to really understand where they're coming from, you got to hear, understand it from a, th a therapist's perspective or somebody that is trained in that. Okay. Um, I have parents that are... This is something that I, I, I wish that all parents would understand is that um, you can be a good parent and then have someone on the spectrum that doesn't function well. Uh -huh. I have so many parents that their other children are doing great. They have great jobs. They're doing well in school, and they just don't know what to do with their the ch child on the spectrum. So do you feel like parents tend to blame themselves? Oh, um, yeah, mm -hmm. definitely. And yet... If your child broke his leg and you had to take him to the doctor, you wouldn't feel bad about that. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so you need that clarity. You need to understand, like, okay, my child isn't thinking the way that I am, um, so I can't consequence him or reward him in the same way that would work for me. And mm -hmm. you need... Or the other children. Yes, exactly. You're going to have to treat that child differently exactly. than his siblings. So being open to the therapist to understand that you need to do things differently because it's a whole new ball game, and and be humble to understand that you might be a great parent with your other kids, but you need to know how to work with these kids. Um, so is that part of the therapy you're teaching the parents how to work with their child? Exactly. Yes. Okay. Okay. Mm -hmm. So that's the best way. Mm -hmm. To support them is understand it's not going to be the same way you raised older siblings. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. Um, so I am a marriage and family therapist, and, and with that, I, I have this perspective of uh, systems theory where there's no individual that is the problem, but the whole family, the family system is the problem. Because they're all interacting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you address the whole family. Exactly. Uh, but with that perspective, you still have to take into account um, that your child is has autism, that he, he will process things differently. And usually with that, because uh, in traditional um, family therapy uh, with a systems approach, uh, we kind of... Uh, see, okay, how does every individual in the family play a part in this problem? 
and there may be one person in the family that is the scapegoat or the person that is the manifestation of the problem oh. but that doesn't mean that they're actually the problem uh-huh uh-huh um, yes uh-huh. the scapegoat uh, yeah yes so you've got to ta- address that then is it quite often the child with autism well the the difficult thing with this is so the kid that has uh, autism is usually the most likely to manifest the symptoms of okay. the problems in the family okay um because they struggle with that connection uh, of processing uh, mm-hmm. problems and processing uh, information and so uh, they will very much be the the squeakiest tire <laughs> uh-huh, uh-huh. and uh and so uh, there may be mild problems within the family uh-huh. which uh ref- which uh are manifested a lot in the the one child that has autism uh-huh. um it, so it's sometimes the parents will feel terrible because their kid is acting as if he is in a war zone like he has PTSD or has a um these horrible experiences but um really the family the family system it only has a, a small problem okay. um and it's just manifested more within the child um that makes sense okay so key for parents is be open be willing to learn from a professional, someone who's been trained in this, mm-hmm. and humble to make changes that need to be made, and yeah. then look at the whole family, the whole system. That's right. And when yeah. that all works together, there's communication between you and the parents within the family. Have you seen success? Oh, yeah. Or progress? Okay. So I found parents that they i've told them information like um for example some children they will have kind of test anxiety and just giving them little information cuz the these kids they'll, they'll have this test anxiety and and they won't know it they'll just think oh my kid is just really bad in school and once the parents realize oh um it's not that my child isn't capable of knowing these answers uh they realize oh he just needs to be um this needs to be done a different way okay um and it's going to be the same in family therapy sometimes they'll be like oh my son um he doesn't handle this consequence great so we'll teach him to do a different consequence for uh or a different okay. reward that um, that makes sense now i've i've heard um frequently from parents that their child is resistant to doing homework. The, you know, the, they won't do the homework, they won't do the assignments in school, so they have to bring it home. So the parent is sitting down with them, walking them through each problem. Is this the best approach? It's so it depends on the child. I, I wish I could say that every well, that's child true. In, I've, I've heard if you know one autistic child, you know one autistic. Yeah, exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, so, but my my gut instinct is if they're trying it and it's frustrating for the parent, it's frustrating for the child, it's not working. Yeah. And we need to find something else. That's true. What are, what are some okay? 
what are some other approaches, alternate, other alternatives, if your child is just stressed out with homework? We really have to find the antecedent, the the cause, like okay. why why the, why they're getting upset. Yeah, because uh, if you have a child that's, let's say they're upset at doing their homework because it's a writing assignment and they're writing it out with a pencil and they have a sensory problem where they don't like the feel of oh. writing it out, then um, I would recommend having him type it out. Okay. Um, uh-huh. And or dictating it. So, so determining is this a sensory? Yeah. Issue. But there's also a, a tricky balance with that because we need to have the child develop those skills. Yeah. Um. So we don't want to give up on writing. Uh huh. But when it comes down to the difference between passing a an assignment or not, let's help them out. Let's or maybe reduce the amount of writing they yeah. have to do. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, but it, in the end, we we still have to have those children do learn how to write. Yes. <laughs> we can't just That's say true. no. Yeah, 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 yeah. You we we don't want to excuse them from life. Exactly. In general, but helping them through the process. Now I understand you wrote a book. Tell us about your book. I uh, I did write a book. Uh, so my book, I wrote it before I went to school to become a therapist. So it's called Nature of the Mind. Right now, looking back at it, after I'd gone to school, I'm like, well, I I would change a lot of things. And uh, so you're gonna write a second book, a sequel. <laughs> well, I do have an idea for another book. Oh, good. good. Uh, and I do need to revise the the one that I have now, Nature of the Mind. But I. I have been bouncing around some theories about a new therapy model, uh, reality emotive systems theory. Now, what prompted writing Nature of the Mind? Uh, so I was working at a wilderness program, and the they had a focus on the Arbinger Institute, uh, which Arbinger Institute does leadership and self-deception and anatomy and peace. Both excellent books. Yes, and as I was re- highly recommended. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely. I I do recommend that those are great books. Um, but I would also I would read a lot of motivational speakers uh-huh. uh, books and listen to motivational speakers uh, DVDs and, or CDs and DVDs and and by all the information I've got from all of them I I thought you know what uh, Arbinger there's some things that are unanswered that I really wanted to get answered. Uh huh. And uh, and so I got those answers, and I and I decided I needed to write a book about it. And where do we people find this book, Nature of the Mind? Uh, just go. Uh, you can get it on Amazon. Okay. Can, so just just enter Nature of the Mind on Amazon, and you can get a copy of Aaron's book. Yep. That's great. That's great. So anything else you'd like to share with parents? Just uh, be open to what the therapist has to say and uh, be humble to um, make changes in your life. And uh, I think that just the fact that parents having a child on the autism spectrum, they it is a humbling experience. And uh, I think that uh, it's something that you also need to just uh, be open-minded, see what uh-huh. other people have uh-huh. to, to give. It's a whole new adventure. Mm-hmm. And and aren't there some things that they are able to do better? Oh, th- this is true, yes. Oh, it is true. Okay. Um, the uh, In fact, we 
some some kids think that they 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 describe themselves as having superpowers, super. Oh. <laughs> uh, because they they can remember certain things more than other people, or uh-huh. they can they they just uh, have certain skills that other people don't have, and uh, that is it does happen. It's true. I, I know that there are some software programs that actively recruit for adults. That is true. Autism. They will look for adults on the autism spectrum, specifically because they are more in tune with uh, details. Well, for me, if I'm looking at a screen and I'm trying to do quality control for, let's say, a document, um, I, after a while, I kind of get burnt out. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, yeah. And, uh, and it's hard for me to see those details after a period of time. Uh, but uh, they found that a lot, of the, a lot of people with autism, they can last way longer and be able to see those details for a much longer period of time. Uh, they, a lot of times it is quality control that they... Uh-huh. Well, thank you, Aaron. Thank you very much. And thank you for having me. Okay. Remember his book, Nature of the Mind, on Amazon. <laughs> and watch for the next one. Say the title again. Oh, the theory is uh, Reality Emotive Systems Theory. Uh, there is a a YouTube channel for that, but I have to apologize because the videos are really dry. Um, but uh, <laughs> I just wanted to get my theory out there because okay. I really think it will help a lot of so, people. Uh, the YouTube channel is Reality Emotive Systems Theory. Okay, okay. so mm-hmm. they can look for that on YouTube as well. That's correct, yeah. All right. Well, thank you again for coming. This is Emily Penrod, hoping you have a great day. And today I want to talk to a very special group of people. These are the parents of a child with special needs. It could be autism, a learning disability, attention deficit, or some other physical or mental disability that means their child is not like most children. Their brain may be wired differently. Maybe they don't walk as well. Maybe they need insulin or they don't learn as quickly as their peers. Maybe they're struggling with a mental health challenge. Their brain just doesn't work like everyone else's. They have a very special and unique 